Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Have you guys seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah. The 1990s? From, from 1990s. Oh, no. From 1990s. I haven't seen any of them. Have you? <laughs> I like how you had to clarify to say no when it was no. Well, I wasn't sure we were going to say the date, but yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen the movies. I haven't seen the cartoon show. I haven't comics. Like wow. I am complete, we have a complete devoid of turtles in my life. A complete other, turtle version that, here with us today. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Except you know, it's the fucking turtles. So who doesn't? Yeah, you yeah, know, we've talked about, about this multiple It's still times. somehow steeped into your mind through cultural... We're all part of nerd culture. We all spend Yeah, I had friends that icons. watched it and stuff. It's, it's out there. Like, toy collecting in Turtles is really popular these days. It's like not knowing what Star Wars is. Right. So, uh, what we do before we watch the movie is the people who haven't seen it come up with a little elevator pitch based solely on the name, the title. Josh, going into this blind... If you knew nothing, if this had just come out, if it was 1990 and you were walking down the street, it's a Friday night, and you see the marquee and it says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what, what do you I think? I mean, if it was 1990, I would be like three or four. No, I'm talking so, about you, if, if you now went back and this was a brand new concept. Like if I walked outside and I never this, and there's yeah. a movie called Teenage Turtles, I would think that it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> like it's ridiculous, right? It's a Obviously. dumb cons. Like you know, they they wear it on their sleeve. So I would I would definitely at least like look it up. I you know if not, go see it. Yeah. So you you uh yeah. I wonder if we should do that as like a new thing. Would you blindly wander into this movie just on the name? <laughs> and I know Maybe. we all have different standards of going to the movies. There's been times in my life where I had zero to do and zero money, so I spent. A lot of time at the dollar theater. So right, there's been times where I've gone to the movies because it's hot as balls and I don't have air conditioning. Oh, just a nice summer cool movie. Yeah, I like going to horror movies because then you get that chill down your spine and it's an added bonus. <laughs> I will say that I would also think that based title that it's an animated movie, and I would be very disappointed. Really, <laughs> like. Once it started, I think a lot of people expected this to be an animated movie, and they were impressed when they heard it was live action because they had animated movies of like G.I. Joe and Transformers, and those all got theatrical right. releases. And uh, I think with that, you would just expect to get more of the cartoon. But uh, you know what? I don't know which came first on this the cartoon or the movie. I'm going to have to look that up while we watch it. Um, I know the the comic is much darker than either the cartoon or the TV series because mm -hmm, they adapted sure. it to kids right away. They were like, uh, this isn't just heavy metal. This is going to be for kids. Like, we can't stop it. Oh, it was absolutely 100%. You asked what came first. Uh, the idea to sell toys. <laughs> That's what came first. So the cartoon, right? Yeah, because the movie, the movie we're about to watch, I remember having a bit of a darker tone than the than the cartoons. Like the cartoons um, are, are really bright and uh, a lot of daytime or bright. It colors. is. They are darker in tone, but like not like not what you murder, mean. Of course. But... No, I mean, I mean, like it's darker. Like the movie is physically darker. 
because it's not animated and it's in actual well, it's night. In or, yeah, yeah, it's also a little more gritty. Stuff. Like I remember uh, there being <laughs> concepts of death introduced, and those were never in the in the cartoon. Um, th- they talk about death in cartoons. I say we we have to go back, but I. I generally watched a ton of turtles. I was a turtle file growing up. Oh, this, me too, man. This and Ghostbusters for a good solid chunk of my childhood were like the two big things. I would definitely watch both cartoons. And uh, when this movie came out, I wasn't allowed to see it in theaters because I was a little too young. Like it wasn't until we rented it and watched it in live act on VHS that my parents were like, "Okay, you can watch it." And I wonder really? if that came from it being live action because we'll get into it in the second one there was a huge huge pushback against this movie from parents this was just the beginning of uh labeling and censoring music this was just the beginning of like video game ratings because it was on like atari and pc days but you did have shit like leisure suit larry and stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah the pushback from parents definitely influenced not only the cartoon the difference take... between the first and second movie of this well, franchise yeah. is is a lot a lighter tone in the cartoon but also the the subsequent movies uh i'm excited it's been a long time since i've seen this i know it beat for beat like if you sat me oh, down and man. put a gun to yeah. my head and were like tell me the story of the ninja turtles and not just their background not just like Blah blah one step one two and three because it's a it's a quick background but like this movie tell me scene for scene and then he goes to the park and he meets Casey Jones and then he's trying to go to some porno theater in Times Square <laughs> like <laughs> yeah but I even though I know it I'm excited to get back into it and see uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it to see it yeah see how it holds up see how it looks uh, I mean I want to watch this on uh, on my TV. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if I don't think this movie is going to hold up. I, I'm fairly certain this movie is going to hold up for me. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see which I like more, the first or second one, after the rewatch. Because that's <laughs> the theme of your list. Is, Not the third one? Shut up. <laughs> that's the theme of your list is trilogies. And I remember as a kid liking the second one more because there's a few more like, characters introduced. Uh-huh. But the cartoon, since they were trying to sell toys, was like a monster of the week or a hero introduced at every single episode. Right. And uh, that's what got me, and that's what kept me. I loved that. It was just like Ghostbusters. There was always some weird dimension to go into. This movie doesn't yeah. get into any of the dimension-slipping stuff that the cartoon and comics did. No, no dimension slipping stuff in this. I think it's because they wanted, like, that's a little too zany for live action. Sure, but you know, nowadays. Uh, oh, had... yeah, you should see the new live action ones. <laughs> no, no. I've seen the new cartoons and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've liked some of the new ones. Oh, we'll get into it. The The arcade games and the home ports for the Ninja Turtles just beautiful side scroller beat-em-ups like uh Turtles yeah. in time uh and just a quick shout out there's a free uh like shareware game out there totally legal like the people who made it put it out for free it's called teenage mutant turtle ninja turtles rescue palooza and mm-hmm. it has every single character from the cartoons and or comics 
as playable characters that are unlocked. There's like 167 something playable characters in the game, and it's a side-scrolling wow. beat 'em up. So you can play from everybody from like April O'Neil to uh, Baxter Stockman to the fucking shark dude that was in that uh, tournament fighter game that Turtles had mm-hmm. back on Super Nintendo. Yeah, lots of fun. I know what I'm going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get to it. We're going to watch 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Cowabunga. Yeah, Cowabunga. On the half shell, they're the heroes for. In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with buggings mysterious. All police and Cowabunga. Are we're back. Just, having just watched... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, Cowabunka. Tubular. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Radical. So this was a big part of both of our uh, childhoods, and continuing because the series has never given up. Uh, and this is Josh's uh, first instance of ever watching anything about it. So Josh, yeah, Josh, like all the way think? through. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't bad it wasn't good and that's almost worse than being bad I think um I don't know like I I would say but I don't, I don't want to like go too much and be before we start talking but you know it, I feel like it was this weird middle ground between like trying to be cartoony and fun and like trying to be serious and it was really awkward like there was a ton of see. There's cut between, like, you know, my sons, you must pass on the ninja to the second generation, and, like, radical, oh, and them, like, riding on skate, now, and, like, beating up dudes. It was so Objection, weird. your honor. I don't know <laughs> if Splinter was ever telling these turtles to go out and fuck. Like, and I don't think, I don't think <laughs> that was like, ever like, part of it. You know, like, there, there was, it, it didn't go one way or the other. It was way too, the, like, I was were... expecting to be way now, more... did you catch this in the beginning? That was their first battle, rescuing April. Yeah, Earth. yeah. No, I, I did catch that because so... they came back and told. Oh, wait, no, they said, yeah, Splinter. They came back and said it to Splinter. He's like, he's like, Master, we just had our first battle. They've been mini. down there for fifteen years. Yeah, they've been training for fifteen years. That's the first time he let them go out. And the first out, okay. go out, like on a mission type thing. Yeah, like I love how he was like. Like, okay, so we can get into it now, because I love how at the beginning they do that, they come back, and he's like, I lost my sigh! Uh, uh, Raphael's like, I lost my sigh, okay, I just did it! It happened! I'm gonna start yelling immediately! (laughs) Um, (laughs) And this is because April O'Neil gets attacked on her way out of work, the Foot Clan has been, like, gathering power in New York. And I just want to say, these establishing shots of new york it's like oh it's always great sunset it's like a cyberpunk city almost there's a lot of good sunsets and it's always dark and rainy and neon everywhere it's really good i always love the opening to this oh and the music once it gets going like once they save april and get back in the sewers and it's just like yeah i was hyped it took me straight back yeah, and this movie moves at like a pace, which I I a nice pace. I appreciated it. It was like just kind of go 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 go. Oh yeah, a lot of energy to it. 
good flow. I do have one major complaint, but we'll get to that in a little. Um. So anyway, he he, he then Splinter gives like a a big speech on how they have to be like you know like oh you have to be like the shadows and you have to uh not leave a trace and stuff like that and then immediately he's like he's like all right let's meditate and they don't meditate which mm. is you know a joke but then Raphael's like grabs it grabs a trench coat and a hat and and they're out. like where are you going and he's like going to a movie is that okay with you N- no it's not which <laughs> like what during that scene I'm like oh I guess like He's gonna. He's, it's a really big hat or something. Like you can't see what he looks like. He's sure. like that strange. It's, it's like the stranger danger sign. For yeah. sure, but like but except it's literally a trench coat and a hat. Him seeing his whole face, and then meeting guy who sees him and thinks nothing of it. And... <laughs> Did you notice the movie he goes to? Yeah, it's Critters. Yeah, possibly future episode Critters. Oof. Mm. That uh, TV show, gotta say, really funny. They just revitalized it last year. The Critters TV show? Yeah. I believe Weird. it's a sci-fi or Shudder original. But either way, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he's going through Central Park after seeing Critters late at night. And sure, I believe in the dark, in the alleys, he could get away with this. Yeah, until size. he starts fighting. Sure, that's where it is. And in well-lit Central Park, too. And uh, this is when we are introduced... So. We're introduced to the four turtles after April O'Neil. There's Michelangelo. He's the party dude. Uh-huh. Donatello. He's good with machines. <laughs> That's how they introduce him in the cartoon, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raphael. He's a, he's a bad dude. And Leonardo. He's the leader of the bunch. Oh, I'm sorry. Did these turtles have character? Because I didn't get that. Oh, like, they totally do. Really? Except for Raphael. You didn't get that they had character? No, they had, they didn't do fucking any. Like the only the only turtle that like had character was Raphael because he had the whole like anger arc. Nah, like, you're Donatello wrong. was a tinkerer. He was rebuilding the car. They didn't do anything. Donatello, he was not only a tinkerer, but he was like the most reserved out of all of them. Like he was like the one most nervous, like most nervous to talk around April. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelangelo was like really laid back. Leonardo's the golden boy. Yeah, did you not see how earnestly he was listening to every one of Master Master Splinter's lectures? But you could like thing. see even in his like turtle thing, you could just like he was even like radiating like you'll have like, to be like, a little you know, more clear with his turtle thing. It, even in that costume, you know, oh, oh, that oh, doesn't have okay. any facial features. No, are you kidding? It had so much facial depth but, and movement. Like, go, I know, go but ahead. I'm just it's so good. It like is. I was saying, like I could read. That he was like earnest, but yeah. that's apparently Josh didn't see that. But also, being the one who pays the most attention means you are also the most psychic. You can just go out and meditate by extreme <laughs> messages and For like then upgrade two breaths <laughs> to like the next full level of being a ninja. He took this like plot he line. took like he took like two two shallow breaths like he didn't even go let's deep. say like he it took was a in the thousand chest. deep breaths before the camera cut to him and the two <laughs> shallow breaths are how it ends and that's how you meditate like that's the secret okay. they couldn't show because that's that's <laughs> secret i'm pretty sure they showed him sitting down and doing it okay, but whatever you might be right. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so the premise of this, do you know the background of this at all, Josh? Like, do you know where it came from? You mean like how they made the movie? Like the background of the, the like, the, the story. The story. It, it's the a direct... teenage, the teen, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at all. Like as yeah, a comic like I, story. I knew, I knew their backstory. Are you in. familiar yeah, yeah, yeah. with the character Daredevil at all from Marvel? Not particularly. No. Okay, they both take like, place... I'm, a, I'm aware of Daredevil's existence. I know his thing and all that. But they so, both take place in the same world, in the same New York. It was the like the same accident. that blinded Daredevil and gave him his powers is the same one that created these turtles. Okay. That's why in this universe, it's not... Marvel. It had to split off due to copyright reasons, but the right. main uh, evil ninja clan in Daredevil is named the Hand. So in Turtles, they flipped it to the foot, and it's like this weird parallel universe they switched it to where things get quirky with magic and science. Was it always like a child army? Is that always Shredder's go-to move? I, you know... For the first part of this movie, it was working for me. Like, I was like, you know, if I had been growing up in that time without a lot of resources, and, this part, and that's how it presents them. Of course, you're yeah. in, you're like, oh, this is the coolest fucking hangout ever. And of course, the uh, just the fact that they're playing narc is pretty funny. <laughs> a game about shooting up criminals and drug dealers for minor offenses. Oh, so there's a line at the very beginning of the movie whenever, uh, like, we were talking the really great intro where it has April O'Neil giving like a a, a report on the news. Yeah. Um, and uh, she has a line where she's talking about she's talking about how terrible the crime's getting and nobody know who's doing anything and she's like and who are we going to call unfortunately the police <laughs> i'm just like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah we find out she has a history with them because there's that great scene later where she's talking to the commissioner and she gets kicked out and her colleague is just like Wow, a minute and seven seconds. That's the best time ever. Like the longest yeah. record you've ever had in there. <laughs> this dude sucks and he's meant to suck. Like he's one dimensional. He just he's the stereotypical angry police captain. Mm -hmm. Um I'm surprised they didn't throw in that he was corrupt. But yeah. you know we right. still got two more movies two more movies um we're introduced to a couple other characters that april works with her boss and his son who is our like eyes into the foot clan because he's an angry little white boy growing up in 80s new york who feels really disenfranchised hasn't found out about the beastie boys yet maybe recently like lost a parent like, lost a parent or like Got, his parents got divorced something yeah so he's looking for an outlet and here's this gang that wears all black with red headbands <laughs> and i mean they, they fight each other they do have stupid bug eyes but at the same time they steal a lot of shit they get to smoke yeah, but, but austin you also have to call yourself the foot that's cool if you're kicking ass <laughs> Because then, here's okay. the thing, there's secret lingo inside gangs, and especially inside the foot. You call yourself the foot, all the people out there, all the normies, they're the ass. You see that guy over there? He's definitely the ass. 
Like you, you brand everybody else other than you. That's how they operate and gain power and influence. Oh, man. <sighs> so, um, none of the turtles have the thing, is one of the notes I wrote down. The John Carpenter's thing, because the, so much of the time is spent in the sewers, and we can just see this glint in their eyes. And I was like, ooh, that's the secret. None of them have John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, I was wondering no, what you were talking about. It took me until you said that. I could have. It's like it. You can talk about it forever, and you got to be like, no, it's the con that lives in the sewers. So. Uh, the first good thing that live in the sewers. You're right. Well, I don't know about maybe not the first. I, there's been a lot of movies. There have been a lot of movies. I'll give you that. The Punisher <laughs> lived in the sewers. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. This maybe I would argue is up there with the best thing to come out of the sewers. That should have been the tagline for the movie. <laughs> the best thing to ever come out of the sewers of New York. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh so Josh, did you know that um those were suits? Like there was just people no, in those he suits. thought they were real fucking turtles. Yeah, no. I, I knew suits. I've I've seen like one of the ones sold like on the second hand market before. They could have been like puppets or something. Oh okay. yeah, I knew I knew they were suits, yeah. They were good. Like really um, well articulated. They have so there's the people who played them in the suits, and then there's the people who did the voices. Oh, this secret Corey movie. Yeah, yeah, Corey Feldman's uh, the voice of Donatello. I always got that backwards growing up. I always assumed he was the voice of Michelangelo. Uh, but no, he's Donatello, who gets way more voice time. I noticed this time through. Yeah. That's that's for sure. But all yeah, all the people who were in the suits playing the characters had uh, roles in the movie as background roles. Yeah, like the guy yeah. playing Michelangelo's, the guy delivering pizzas at the beginning of the movie. They apparently there's like there there was like it was really hard in those suits. Oh, Raphael was the only guy voicing and acting in the suit. He did he did both jobs. Yeah. That's a pretty big feat. Yeah, I hear that. These maybe that's suits... the only, maybe that's why he's the only one that Josh feels like has any character. That could be possible. <laughs> I hear these suits wicked up water and were just like sponges and hard to breathe in. Yeah, yeah. There's like a documentary on the making of this movie. I think Ooh. that's that they go into that inside the shell. <laughs> Cracked open. No. No. Soup. <laughs> Shredder, that was a big thing in the comics and the cartoon and everything in the games. He always wanted to kill the turtles because he wanted turtle soup. Yeah, he's yeah. such a Darth Vader in this. He is. He really is because he's hardly in it at all. Josh, have um, you seen Star Trek? No, I, I know we mentioned that in our intro. <laughs> you mean Star Wars or Star Trek? No, I meant Star Wars. Oh, yes. Darth Vader. Seen, Have you seen Star seen Trek? Just... Not really. I've seen one or two episodes here and there. Okay. Have you seen the new movies? Uh, yes. Whoa. Okay. Not too bad. I've seen each one once in theaters. Didn't hit yeah. them. They're just different from the show. So what do you think of the Foot Clan, Josh? Uh, I thought it was weird that uh, an esteemed evil ninja Japan would hire bunch of ragtag kids i i i i do like that 
its justification well, for why the no. plan is incompetent. He did the same thing in Japan, though. Like, he recruited a bunch of kids in Japan. Like, they said it was the exact same oh, MO. I thought the I mean, that doesn't make it any better. I didn't think like, it was the kid thing. But yeah, it's it, it justified <clears throat> why the, the foot ninjas were terrible. That's why I'm there saying were so many like, of them. Shredder's like some kind of weird Pied Piper character because like he's the most threatening pi like version of that character I've ever seen. But <laughs> oh no, the um, original version of the Pied Piper it gets creepy if you go back. I know. I'll I'll send you some links for. But like, like outwardly podcasts. threatening, like sure. normally you'd think that type of character would want to appear, you know, different. Which I guess he does. Because he lures them in with, like, you know, the rebellious lifestyle and whatnot. So, sure, it fits with, like, the whole... I was lured in for the first half the of whole, this. I was the like, whole I, thing. Would be, I would be the foot if I lived in New York. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, a sick, it was a sick kid arcade. Yeah, <laughs> and they get to, yeah, like, learn how to fight. And uh... That kid was smoking a fucking cigar. Oh, a huge stogie while playing. But you know that there was a bunch of dark shit that was going on there, too. Like, not even... Because, like, that dude was literally like, you anything you want to do, do it. <laughs> so, You mean I yeah. can, like, shit on the floor? Oh, that's weird <laughs> that that's the first thing you went to, but sure. No, you know what? A new rule, everybody. You can almost do anything. And then uh, the bald guy comes along and he's like, why are you making up new rules? And he's like, listen, I'll explain it later. He's like, no, no he just punches him in the face. Yeah. Because <laughs> this dude loves beating up teenagers. Oh, he does. <laughs> then you can take a shit anywhere you want in the Foot Clan. Once <laughs> <laughs> you beat him in a fight, then you can take a shit anywhere you want. I don't know. It, it, yeah, the, he's weird the way he says anything. And he's like elbowing him in the ribs. He's like, you got any cigarettes? And this kid pulls out two cartons. And he's just like, this is whatever, normal or menthol? Mm-hmm. That's like the worst thing that they could think of. That like no, that's would the still... worst thing they could get away with. No, that's what I mean. That's what I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah. Okay. The worst thing they could think of and still get like a PG rating. This movie went through a lot of re-edits because of the rating board <laughs> and even the actors that were in it. Like I said, it's it's pretty dark. The original director quit right before the finale scene or got fired. It's speculated either way. Um, one thing I noticed is when they're getting in this fight for the first time at the antique store with the Foot Clan, it's like circus music playing. And it's like, oh, that is definitely added after the thought. I bet it was this fucking ripping heavy i don't know no i don't know because the turtles are like into that like that kind of stuff like they love the three stooges and that seems like something that would play in a three stooges bit it seems so out of place it because it turned darker towards the end there was like an abrupt shift and i was like okay this sounds like more what i was imagining uh after the uh lead ninja or number two comes in with the mustache and he's like get them all Mm-hmm. That was a good fight scene. I like that a lot. They, and I think it'd be kind of cool living above an antique store. I was wondering how many times they were going to have a fight without showing the fight. Because I think they did it twice. Oh, when it and was full like, dark? Yeah, and then another one when it was covered in fog. True. Okay. Because he threw, he threw the first one was at the very beginning mm-hmm. when he, they saved April. We did get Raphael threw, in the subway fight. 
he threw his sigh. But no, I'm just talking about like he threw his sigh and broke the light. And then, you know, the lights came back on because the car drove by and all the dudes were tied up and they were gone. Whatever, fine, that's cool. But then later on in the movie, there was a point where they were like a bunch of dudes, I think, uh, coming into their uh, home in the sewers. Yeah. A bunch of the foot clan. And then steam came out and covered the entire area. And then by the time the steam cleared, all the guys were knocked out. And I was like, all right. How many more times are you gonna do this? And but then they didn't Leonardo do it even mentioned it. He's like, "I hope there's more guys to fight," and they flooded <laughs> in from every direction. That's the power of the Foot Clan. There's a million kids ready to like throw down in New York. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. this is a, to die. This is an alien versus predator situation. Like the the TMNT are the strong single fighters, and the Foot are the xenomorphs because they have like power in numbers. I guess we haven't seen aliens yet, so we can't talk about that too much. <laughs> yeah. How do you like uh, the way that Shredder looks, Josh? It's fine. It's it's the it's the Shredder design. He's got the helmet. And do you the, think? The do you think it was? Stuff. I think it was funny how he like had to stop and make his minion expose his spike shoulders before he gave his speech. I. Always remember that from being a kid, like the way he's like, that was a long folds reveal. it back <laughs> so they can see like his spiky shoulder. And it's like, dude, they're 14, it doesn't take anything to impress a 14 year old. Yeah, you already have them, dude. Whenever you said that they could drink and have cigarettes and play games, right? <laughs> Looks good. Uh, they could have gone with more colorful, like the cartoon is it's very blue and purple. Mm-hmm. They toned it down and made it like blood red and silver, which is pretty gnarly. It's got like uh, a Power Rangers kind of Zed feel to it. Uh, you remember when he came back after Rita Repulsa? Yeah, uh, I do. But he was more remember that. He was more meaty. He, yeah, he looks more like like Meatwad from uh, <laughs> Aqua Teen uh, Hunger Force, but like sure. formed if into he a was badass. like formed into a suit. <laughs> Sure, sure. I'm just saying they got like similar color schemes. Yeah. He's got this badass cape. Uh, to be fair, Josh, you said at the beginning of this that the story was super simple. And Splinter says the same thing. He's like, hold on, April. This will take like five minutes. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's The story is so simple that they say it like three times in the movie. I do like the flashbacks and how they expand on the story. When I was watching yeah. this as a kid, that was really uh, innovative for me. Like I'd never seen any art films, obviously, or anything like that. So to have these like weird vignettes that are super dark and flashbacks, and like, like I said, this gets dark. We see uh, from the very beginning, he orders a hit on April. Yeah. Like Splinter, or not Splinter? Uh, Splinter's like, go kill her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shredder's like, Silence go. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except they just slap her and go shut up. <laughs> and like the only reason fighter is because she fights back. Like, would they have just left? No, I if think she didn't attack them. I think they were gonna beat her up pretty severely. Maybe yeah. they were there to scare her, sure. But the fact that she wasn't scared—I mean, these are teenage but kids who were like. You obviously don't know the show, like you said, because April O'Neil's not gonna stop, so it's gonna end. <laughs> I mean, she's a fighter as much as the turtle. She's a fighter in the games, like even the old. Oh yeah. Ones. Uh, but 
she, yeah, she pulls out the Psy and it's smacked away, but then she's like, purse foo, and hits like seven or eight of them, and it's like, damn, okay. But <laughs> the fact is, these are teenage boys given a free pass in the late 80s and New York City to be psychopaths. Yeah. They're just handed a card to do whatever they want by some masked figure who's giving See, them the, unlimited power. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like, oh look how cute the the the, the thirteen and fourteen year olds are like uh pickpocketing and oh they're smoking and having fun uh skating around and playing pool and whatnot. But meanwhile like here's little phew, sharp you don't weapons. wanna you don't want to look up, like pan up and look at what the like sixteen through nineteen year old kids are doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, he's just got a child <laughs> army that's ruthless at a certain point. <laughs> they're get, listen, they're giving them the cigarettes, which are getting them all hyped, and they're giving <laughs> them the beer, which is getting them down low. And then they're like, "Hey, I got something that'll get you even higher. Snort this." And then they get all rowdy, and they're like, "I got something that'll get you even down lower." But you sleep. and this turns into a whole anti-drug ad that's mm-hmm. with Michelangelo and Bugs Bunny telling you not to smoke pot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that. It's not Bugs, is it? It's um. I think it's Buster from the Tiny Toons. No, it's definitely the older one. It's Bugs. Oh. It is Bugs, yeah. That's a fucking weird one. If was it Alf it. in it? Yeah, Cartoon All-Stars. It's all the cartoons. The Smurfs, Garfield, everything from the 80s is in this like anti-drug PSA cartoon. Yeah. Josh, have you ever heard of this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, no. I'll send you a link. It's really good. They smoke a joint and like the monster comes out of it and it's purple smoke and there's a time machine and holy shit it's weird <laughs> but yeah um, that's that's a trip for sure so shredder has no idea that splinter and the turtles exist nope. and the turtles aren't recruiting kids because he, well i mean why would, would he actually you know what i do have a question because even if I was like a ninja, which I imagine is a pretty exciting life, but if I get attacked by a rat that seems to have learned ninjutsu and it's like moving like he was in those memories, uh-huh. I would remember it forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't. He kind he, of is like he kind of there's something weird the way they fight even though they fight completely different weapons and Splinter didn't fight with weapons at all. He so, kind of does, I guess. Like at the very end, he takes off his mask and he's like, "Oh, it was you." But here's the thing, that just begs the question: How weird was Shredder's life? How, <laughs> how much had he seen between in those 15 years of traveling the world because we know magic's real we know like, oh man extreme sci-fi is real if we yeah if we want to go with like extent like what we make me and you know about teenage mutant Ninja turtles he could have been fucking in space he could have known <laughs> krang at this point yeah yeah he and could have so already met like, krang oh and been plotting with them to bring out uh what, what was Crane trying to do? I, I don't fucking know, man. He was from Dimension Something, X. Dimension <laughs> X. That's right. He was trying to get like fuel for Dimension X. Sure. He lost his body on the way through. He's just a brain. And so Shredder sees this tall talking rat. And he's like, <laughs> well, I used to know a small non-talking rat that did karate. But that <laughs> can't be you. 
Because you're really tall. And you talk. Yeah, sorry, ninjutsu, and you talk. not karate. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the way these turtles fought, the moves they used, they knew ninjutsu, which really piqued his interest because there were a lot of like street fighters like Casey Jones in the 80s, but none of them knew how to fight. None of them knew like uh, martial arts from China. Casey Jones was only an effective fighter if he had a sports instrument. I wrote this down. He's powered by sports. Because he's getting. Which, couldn't he just say that he's him. boxing and then be like good at hand-to-hand combat? Sure, if he had boxing <laughs> gloves, but come on. Oh, he's got to have boxing gloves. I see. <laughs> uh, I'm or the sh- trunks, maybe? Would that be enough? Yeah, if he's wearing the trunks underneath, <laughs> I bet that would provide enough influence. Uh, at first, I wrote, "I'm shipping Ralph <laughs> and Casey." Because they met <laughs> in the park and they're just oh they're just antagonizing each other. I'm pretty sure forth. Ralph and Casey do become like really good friends. Oh yeah, like maybe even guys. in these movies, like it might even be in this movie series. But I'm pretty sure in like a lot of the comics and the TV shows that they're they're like a pair a lot of the time. Sure, I don't remember much of Casey Jones' backstory, but they're both like social outcasts. So they bond over that. But like the newest iteration of this, like not the newest one, because I'm sure there's another one because it's never ending. And it's just like a constant cycle of new iterations of Teenage Mutant and Sherald's coming out nowadays. Because it takes the last no one, actors. It's the last one, the last one that I saw was uh, April O'Neil and Casey Jones were children. Huh. That's strange. Um... And I guess that's to bring in a more child audience. Yeah, it was still pretty good though. It was had she David Tennant around like a uh, a cell phone and like recording. She had like things? she had like psychic powers, but yes. What was Casey Jones just a jock? Uh huh. Who's really into every sport? I play varsity on every. He eventually, sport. because like eventually, like I said, they go into like space and shit. He had like uh like he was like green arrow but with hockey pucks what no fucking what like, <laughs> gets, yeah i know turtles gets really strange <laughs> um i watched a lot of the cartoons but not all of it because i be towards the end of the series michelangelo isn't allowed to use his nunchucks anymore because they became outlawed due to like racist laws in new york city uh, uh, stereotyping asian gangs and they mm-hmm. were, like this had so much parental backlash. I think he started using like a boomerang in the last few seasons of the cartoon. Really? Because he was using nunchucks in that last one I've watched. So they I mean, brought it back then. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's got a lot more freedom now that things. We'll talk about that in the next movie because that's up. a big thing that happens it in the really, next. There's movie. a whole lot of backlash. For now, there. for now, we'll just enjoy it before. Yeah before the backlash happens. Because <laughs> uh, so... they, they, like, they're, like, are good fights in this. They, like, really uh, uses his, like, Leonardo uses his swords. Um, I, I don't think that he ever, like, he's, Raphael uses the size pretty good, but they don't ever really showcase it that much. I'm impressed by the way he's flipping those in those, fucking oven mitts he's wearing his ninja fingers yeah and that scene where michelangelo does the nunchuck off that's pretty fun other dude that's was pretty funny fun. yeah there's a lot of really good scenes and it's really well shot a lot of good uh, shots in this um 
one thing I noticed is I'm I've always identified with Michelangelo Donatello kind of, and especially mm-hmm. when we go back to April's house. And uh, Ralph and Leonardo are just fucking getting into it, and they're like you want to go fight in the kitchen like spar and they're like yeah and it pans to them in the kitchen and they're just eating pork rinds <laughs> like watching cartoons <laughs> it's funny that you say that because i uh i always felt like that i wanted to be a michelangelo but i was always more of a donatello they have similarities they're yeah. definitely uh less uptight and strict and uh hard on themselves than either of the other two. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say Raphael is like... He's more just angry, but he is pretty uptight. I mean, we get a full personalized speech by Splinter towards him because of his anger. He's like, I've done all I can do. (laughs) Yeah. One... Oh, okay, so... The Foot Clan... I imagine... It gave me the the impression that, that Splinter is a good dad. Oh yeah, he definitely For cares sure. about him. He he's taught him what pizza and soap operas and stuff. I are. wish that I had started meditating whenever I was a teenager. Yeah, or sooner. <laughs> or sooner. Could does a lot of good. It does. Uh, so eventually, the Foot Clan learns about the turtles. Shredder's like, "Holy shit! There's like monsters in the city. We got to clear them out. We finally have a mission. We're not just stealing TVs and boomboxes anymore and cigarettes." And uh, I don't know why he takes to this so strongly. He's he's like really xenomorphic, I guess. Yeah, he was just really offended by the like. like he's just like what? Nature. Yeah, like, and I'm pretty sure that they lean heavier on that in like the comics and stuff. Yeah, which makes me wonder what's he been doing in the spare time? He's been fighting monsters across the world before he got to New York. <laughs> how many how many child armies can you make and destroy in fifteen years across the oh, world? Oh man, so many child armies. He's gone <laughs> he's gone everywhere, man. Yeah, he was the original uh uh Kim what God, what's that um thing that happened in like twenty fourteen or twenty twelve that everybody gave a shit about? it was the child armies in africa it was a meme it was like on youtube for a long time i'll have to look it up i don't know i don't know now but um uh he finds out where they live because april o'neill's boss's son is not only a thief but like a fucking snitch and every other (laughs) scene he's playing both sides constantly he is he is a flip floppy little kid, man. This kid's gonna get shot by one side or the other. No, so no, he's not because in this universe there are no guns. Yeah, and that's just something you are. have to accept. There are because when they find him <laughs> hiding in the sewers, when they come back in their home, he's like, "Don't shoot!" <laughs> and Raphael has to say, "I don't think they're loaded, kid." Oh, so there are. But God, but where are the guns then? The cops. Where are the guns? And the the adult gangs have them. <laughs> Splinter's working his way out. That's why he's having him steal garbage and like like radios. Gun, and TVs. Guns are too hot. They gotta they gotta <laughs> like low tier shit. Oh my so god, get the, noticed. Yeah, the, the he's trying to work his way up to get to guns. <laughs> yeah, but then you got the commissioner actually giving a shit about you. <laughs> you keep it yeah. low key, and you use. Uh, hand-to-hand weapons, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't care." They're like thirteen. 
<laughs> They're not a nuisance. They took your old, old TV old lady. Sorry, I got a job to do. I got gangs with guns. And Splinter, meanwhile, is just like, excellent. Ha, 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 ha. My okay. plan's coming along wonderfully. That's what he always does then, huh? Mm-hmm. Plus, way easier to make than guns. I could, I could make a stick to hit somebody with. I could not make a gun right now. I repeat, I could not make a gun. There's no way I could. I don't have a 3D printer. I don't have those files. No. <laughs> Are you trying to establish an alibi or something? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um... They get in this fight, and Ralph gets really injured above the antique store. And luckily, there's like an old bootleggers tunnel in the back of this place that they knock out the wall and get out. And the place catches on fire, which really sucks for April O'Neil. Like her whole life yeah. goes in flames. Ooh, like that was a scene. Like basically, it was a scene where she's like. Oh, let me show you this like really sentimental place that I only keep open because it reminds me of how much Boom. I miss my dead dad. <laughs> Boom! Boom. <laughs> Do you like this piano? Kaboom! Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> Luckily, she has another place out in the country. It's a rundown farmhouse. And this, and this is something that it was like I was saying. I watched that last series. There was a point in the first season where they went to this farmhouse. Yeah, they're bringing it back. Yeah, it was an it was an homage. Uh, so this let's finally get to it. This is my big problem with the movie. They're at the farmhouse. Raphael's in the tub. He might drown because sometimes they have him like face down and I'm like, I know he's a turtle, but can you flip him over, please? Just for my sake. He was basically almost killed by the foot. Yeah. They almost beat um, him to death. But here we get a lot of introspection from April O'Neil. She's sitting around going to town for supplies and doing these watercolor paintings that are pretty good. And mm -hmm. she's like, everyone's handling it differently. Leonardo hasn't left his bedside in days, or his tub side, whatever. He, like, meditates at all hours. Uh, Donatello has found solace <laughs> by m being a mechanic and cracking wise with uh, this guy who lives in Central Park that I'm starting to fall for once he took a bath. And, uh, <laughs> fuck Michelangelo I mean, he was because I don't care. No one cares. And that hurt me. And I was like, what? We don't get to hear what Michelangelo is doing to pass the time? We don't get a painting of him? We don't get a little... There's only four of them, and one of them is almost dead. Can I... uh, don't make I'll this tell scene. you why. What? I'll tell you why. It's because he was the one that was, like, the most, like, uh, directly hitting on her constantly. He calls her sister later. He gets it that Casey Jones <laughs> and her are hitting it off. Like when you Yeah, but that was later. That was later. Oh, after they so... had a long talk. <laughs> <laughs> April O'Neil sat him down and was like, listen. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I felt I felt really uh hurt for Michelangelo. I was like, he doesn't get like why there's only four of them, one of them's incapacitated. Take the time to make three if you're gonna make two. It's so unfair. <laughs> but then we see them in the field and Michelangelo's wearing a stupid hat while they spar with each other. <laughs> uh, the Raphael gets fine. 
Leonardo becomes a psychic. Yeah, he just heals because he sleeps in a bathtub. And that's how turtles do. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just angry that they. She's like, maybe I, I don't know. I didn't have time. <laughs> I can only draw two of them. He, he begged Donatello to get the TV working. He did. Then he took it around the house and watched cartoons, asking me to go get candy bars. So I walked to the store and I got like five, and he ate them all at once. He said, "That's not going to be enough. You're going to have to go back tomorrow." So you know what, Michelangelo, he doesn't get a little segment. How about that? And she's just like writing this as she's walking her way back with a bag full of like candy bars baby roots and like mars yeah that seems likely uh, casey jones is uh named after a grateful dead song about a guy who drives trains and does way too much cocaine mm. so that fits i mean yeah he seems like a dude who does way too much cocaine i used to play varsity <laughs> until his injury yeah, yeah, I used to be a turtle like you until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just a vigilante crime fighter. Way easier uh, than playing professional sports. Sportsman! Full contact fighting in Central Park after night with weaponry. So yeah, much but easier. He, I mean, I guess that he didn't know the ninjas were teenagers, but he was fighting teenagers. I'm sure, sure. <laughs> But there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, one of the best lines in the movie happens right here. Let me know if you caught this, uh, Josh. Your father's going to have kittens. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a really old phrase. I was like, what? I've never like, heard is that. Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, I wrote that down, though. I was like, holy shit, that's a good one. That's not a line we've heard anywhere else. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if that is a saying. It might be. Write in if that's Not something anymore. that you heard is a saying. <laughs> it used to be. We can bring it back. Very worried, upset, or angry about somebody. Yeah, why? What's the etymology for this? Is this? I mean, sometimes you just have kittens. You shit out a bunch of kittens. <laughs> do, like, do cats have like give birth? They're scared. Like what? Or like upset? <clears throat> like what is? What is? Maybe like, it's the lesser version of don't have a cow. Well, no, don't have a cow is to, like, before you're at that point, like, or I guess it is, like, hey, like, calm down, don't have a cow, man, never Yeah, because having kittens is way easier than having a cow. Yeah, but you get way too many, you get way more kittens. Sure. The cow pays for itself in milk alone by, in the first Apparently, it goes back years. to, like, 1654. Ooh. That, <laughs> Where people legitimately believe that they might have cats instead oh. of babies pregnant. They're <laughs> uh, gonna have kittens. Ancient people believe in witches and the mysterious influence of cats, extended even to their sex life. Uh, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, but you said 1640, right? So 1654. Yeah, wait, yeah, way long ago. So that makes like, sense. They said all sorts of weird stay shit. Stay around for that long. That doesn't like, make sense. It's just European nonsense. Is April O'Neil <laughs> is April O'Neil an immortal witch? Ooh, good point. She may be. Uh, Josh, you brought something up before the recording about uh, whether this or Super Mario Brothers came out first. Right. I found a similarity. The Foot Clan, the 
place where it was filmed was an abandoned cement factory that was the, also where downtown Mushroom Kingdom was. They were mm. filmed in the same location. Both of these movie, both of those movies are very grimy. Yeah, I gotta say, I like this one better. Yeah, I like, by a lot. I like this one by a lot. lot better. By a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the way how people will get hit in this. And Casey Jones does it to Raphael in their first encounter, and then one of them gets hit by Shredder, and they'll just the camera will go under, and they'll just go flying back through the air. Like, Whoa! Like he's doing. That's how you know you got owned. Yeah, yeah. I think that was another thing they did in Power Rangers a lot, too. That makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Um, The director for this, he did about every TV show you could think of after this movie. He did not not come back for the sequels. But, uh, Josh, I know that you've seen his other movie. He did one recently last year. Oh, yeah, what was that? Joker. Oh, right, right. Yep, this director came back for another comic book franchise movie, one that I don't think either Josh or I have seen. Well, he directed the Coneheads right after this. Justin, have you seen it? What, the Joker? Yeah. No. Okay, so it is two out of three. I'm just saying he also directed the Coneheads in 1993. Coneheads? Good movie. That was right after this. Because this was in 90. Are you familiar with the Coneheads, though, because of the SNL skit? A little bit. Okay. That's a good one. We might put that on the list. If we, uh, I don't know. That could be in some sort of somebody's list someday. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Um, So not only should we go around and say whether we recommend this or not, but let's also say which turtle we are. Oh, so they. They want to talk about how at the end of this, uh, Splinter flies up to the roof because mm-hmm. he he does. He does. I guess he's a rat, so he has he can climb. He's also got ninjutsu powers. Yeah. Um. So he flies up to the roof and then he dispatches Shredder. Um. Using by Michelangelo's like, uh, nunchuck that got like caught in the in the ladder. Yeah. And well, he uses that to to keep him, uh, to deflect him and to keep him from falling. He's like, you're not going to die. And then he goes, Shredder tries to stab him again anyway by throwing a knife. And even then, Splinter is better than him and captures it, uh, which causes Shredder to fall into a dump truck. But then Casey Jones goes, (laughs) whoops. The most metal thing ever. (laughs) Crushes him to dust. Yeah. That was him. And then stands on top of the dump truck in victory as the Whoops. police roll up. That was uh, that was really good. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Oopsie doodle. <laughs> no blood, so PG rating. <laughs> uh, the censors had a field day with this uh, before it got that PG rating. A lot of scenes were changed. Uh, a lot of characters died. The teenager that the number two beat well, up, he ended up dying in the original in the original cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, in the comics and cartoons, one of the big differences: the turtles are three to four feet tall. What was that? In the comics and cartoons, the the turtles are three to four feet tall. Oh, none of the ones I'm familiar with. 
that's canon uh, for like the original TMNT series and the the uh, comics. Could you imagine something three and a half feet tall <laughs> coming out of the shadows <laughs> and just beating the shit out of you and a bunch of fifteen-year-olds? <laughs> Tubular dude, and they got like miniature-sized weapons. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> There's got to be a J. Jonah Jameson of this city who's just like, I want pictures of the turtles. They're a menace. They're they're mutants and they're kicking ass. They're like waiters. Uh, but do you remember when we were at Sister Bar, Justin, and they have mm-hmm. the TMNT arcade game? Yeah. It on that Great it, game. it definitely says their height is like three foot four because they only oh weigh. yeah but there's no way that's right they only there's i mean no way that's right it's in everything but the movies so no because I'll, i'm gonna look up like a clip of the cartoon show and if they're standing next to april o'neill and they don't come up to her waist she's tiny <laughs> what she's she, she's not that small everybody in the world is tiny it's not hollywood <laughs> they don't just hire giants in real life <laughs> no they come up to everybody's chest uh, okay yeah they're they're extremely muscular and extremely <laughs> short and I don't think the Foot Clan could have hurt them as much as they did because they have shells covering all their vital organs. And if you punch or kick a shell, you're going to break something. That's going to really hurt. Yeah, for sure. There is a really good scene of Michelangelo going inside his shell and then like popping up and doing the Batman backfist. And he's just like, I love being a turtle. <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty much the only time he goes in the shell. There were... Were any turtles on their back and spinning, or am I remembering that from a? Yeah, he uh, he said he does that. He's like, let's do Will of Fortune, That's dude. Right. He, like, oh, I thought everybody liked Vanna White. <laughs> so yeah, let's go around starting with Josh because it's your first time seeing it. Uh, what turtle would you be, or character? We'll expand it to the whole the whole universe of here heroes or villains. Uh, and would you recommend it? Because I'm so aware of the turtle extent. Universe. No, just in this movie at this time. Uh, you mean like which one would I want to be? Like which one do I identify as? Or let's say both. Reach for your dreams. Okay. Um, I guess Leonardo, because he seems like the most responsible little character. All right. I guess. Good choice. He's asking. got two swords. Sure. Um, and then what did I think of the movie? Or do we, we're going to do all the turtles first, and then we're going to go over. No, go ahead. Would you recommend it? Okay. No, of course not. No? Um, <laughs> oh, I think that so fun. I think that everyone that wants to have seen this movie has already seen it. Okay. And I, I think that anyone that is interested in turtles has, like, plenty of other turtles media to, like, consume that aren't these movies or this movie. Sure. The rest of the series I haven't seen yet. Um, you know, I don't know. Just quickly going through my short list of why I get like they didn't they didn't do anything ninja at all. Like <laughs> maybe maybe this is because I live in a post Naruto world. Yeah, but there wasn't nearly like I guess ninja back then just ninja. meant they fight with Japanese weapons. And that's there was one the scene shadows. where they kind of hide yeah. in the apartment. 
Well, they but, also like, like took really? out the lights in the beginning, and like Justin said, they fought in smoke. Yeah, rounds. they took out the light by throwing a sigh at it. Like what? I know. And then he gets mad because he loses a sigh. Okay. I know. I was like, you better have a backup if you're using that to throw out the lights. Come on. Like, I mean, they were the movie is like originally night. designed to be hunting weapons. But mm. okay, sure. But I'm saying carry three if you're going to use one to throw and <laughs> knock a lamp out. Yeah. yeah, if you can get two, you can get three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I would assume that they had, like, dark vision or something, so you could have grabbed yeah, it before you left. they definitely have to have dark vision the way they're surfing through the sewers, punching people in that later scene. Hmm. So no no recommends? Even if you like, like comic book movies, this isn't a fun one for you? No, I, I'm sure there's plenty of other comic book movies okay. you could watch. I don't know, it, it wasn't... It wasn't bad. I just, I just really didn't like it. You're a tough like, crowd. I, I guess. Uh, are you? I mean, remember, I also don't have two. all the other turtles. It's like right. I don't, I don't see this move as nostalgic or anything like that. Right. It's like I said, as soon as that theme song came on, I was like dancing along with it. I was like, this takes me back. Uh, yeah. Are you excited to see the next two, based on this one? Uh, I, I hope they're better or worse. <laughs> um, one of the two. I re- so I have seen a Turtles media while I was watching this. I've seen the the really bad live action musical. Whoa! How have wow. you seen that? Holy shit! My friend had shit. it on like tape or whatever, <laughs> and he showed it because he was like, "This is the dumbest thing ever." I'm surprised that whenever we met you, you didn't tell us that the only thing about Star Wars you've seen is the holiday special or the Ewoks movies. Yeah. But I haven't seen with your Oh, MO. that I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. It was that your mo is that you. I seen the, the, the fucking one. worst yeah. of the series. Right. That's what you've seen. That's that's happenstance. And yeah, it's true once again. Right. But I'm I you know it's I'm I'm sure the next two will be interesting. I, I hear I hear a lot about the second movie, the Ooze yeah. one. So. We'll see. And I've heard nothing about the third movie, which must mean it's terrible. Ooh, total <laughs> surprise. Okay, good. Any movie getting to three is going to be bad. And I can't think of a movie... Are you kidding? I guess Toy Story 3 is good. Fast and the Furious? Well, Fast and the Furious, of course. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> no, no. Okay, Fast, and, a the if you get Fast to like and the three, Furious didn't get good until like five. I'm just saying it got to three, though. There's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a teeter, right? If you get to three and like stop there, it's bad. But if you just go, if you just keep going to like nine, if you grind, like, like it's, yeah, <laughs> you just drift past three and just keep going. There's a dead zone between three and five. You really just don't have to worry. Yeah, about Yeah, three and four are like the the bad. But if you're gonna get past four. Like, you can pick up speed again. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean negotiated that by just making all mediocre movies. No, Pirates hasn't gotten there yet. But what do you mean? Pirates yes. on 17 of them. Pirates yeah. on 5? Oh, okay. Don't don't test me, Austin. I can put Pirates, <laughs> what? What haven't you seen? Yeah, 2, 3, 4, I'm not answering. Five. I plead, I plead <laughs> or whatever the fuck. It's Farley, yeah. <laughs> Pirates has a lot of good one-liners. I'll give. I'll give oh the my back. god! Ugh, you're gonna make me have kittens. <laughs> We're gonna use that a lot in this now. Um, yeah. Justin, the yeah. turtle you identify as most, and if you'd recommend it or not. Uh, I like I said earlier, I always wanted to be a Michelangelo, but I think I'm more of a Donatello. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and I loved the watching this movie again. It was so much fun. Um, and it was it was really good. I liked it. I was really impressed again with the puppets. Or not the puppets, but the suits. Oh, all the practical um, effects were really All the practical that. effects was really good. It had some pretty decent fight scenes and some pretty, like, all the jokes were very juvenile, but some of them were pretty good. It's, um, like you said, it's, an, it's a kid's movie that has some odd adult jokes in it because they reference. Um, it looks very grimy. I mean, coming it's, off of Austin Powers, like, nothing's juvenile anymore. Oh, it's yeah. the grossest. It's like the physically grossest kids movie I remember loving as a kid, oh, and I think that's probably okay. part yeah. of why I liked it so much. This was the very tail end of gross kids movies, so that's probably why it's it's manageable. It's stomachable. Yeah, but there's some weird adult shit in here. Like, there's a grapes of wrath joke back to back. Yeah, a night court joke. <laughs> well, well I mean, this did come out in the '90s. Sure, yeah. This came out in the '90s, so. Uh, would you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. This is so much fun. Um, if you love the Ninja Turtles at all, as as a child, which I imagine, um, quite a few people out there did. It's one of those continuing things too, because fans of it have had kids of their own and like been passed it on and been like, this is what I enjoyed as a kid. And that's, yeah, that's a weird and, way for things to continue. It's just like, here's this super out there idea that ooze turned things into bigger things. <laughs> traditional ways of fighting in a different place. Oh Here man. <laughs> that, if anything spawned my love of martial, like wanting to be in martial arts, it was this and Power Rangers. Like that's what I was obsessed with as a kid. Oh, you got hit from an early age, did you? Oh man. Oh, me too. Like I loved fucking the Ninja Turtles. I had so many Ninja Turtles toys. Same. And here. I had so many um, Power Rangers stuff, and I loved the Power I Rangers. The Ninja Turtles toys personally hold up better. They. Or even the whole character design. Like, Power Rangers had that sleek Japanese mech kind of look to it always. And mm -hmm. you, had, you had monsters that were gross, but the the Ninja Turtle monsters felt a little more cohesive. Like, a Power Rangers monster would be a battle axe made out of meat on top of a two-legged zebra or something. Right, well, one was is, live action and one tune. Yeah, yeah, which is terrifying. But no, I'm. If you're no, there's no difference there. Power Rangers was way cartoonish. Almost of course, the same as the Ninja Turtles cartoon. But I'm just saying, like, for me, it gives the edge to the cartoon because they can go as crazy as they want and just have to draw it. Whereas on Power Rangers, they're limited. You know, they did a lot. And I loved it because of that. And, you know, obviously being live action adds more uh, dramatic effect to it and whatnot. Uh, so, you know, there's different positives for each. But um, as far as the toys go, I will say that I had way more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys. I think... Oh, yeah. Teenage, Teenage Ninja Turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were my favorite, but I loved both of the the franchises. And I had sure. the uh, I had the sword for Power Rangers toys. I remember my favorite one that I had was the 
White Ranger's like lion sword that talked to him. Oh, okay. We had the Green Ranger's dagger that played the little musical notes because it was like a ocarina. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch Power Rangers, Josh? No, uh, not as a kid. No, have I you watched seen Secret of the Ooze, the older. movie? Yeah, have no. have you seen? Oh, that's the most oh, 90s shit ever. Holy man. Cow. That might have to be when we get uh, like a oh, guest in for. We're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I've been meaning to watch that again because it's been almost as long as this one. Uh, yeah. So I'm in the same boat as you. I always really liked Donatello because he tinkered with shit. I liked him in this because he was cracking jokes. I think they should have given that more to Michelangelo to flesh out the character. Like I said, he was lacking in this. So I'm going to have to say it's kind of a mix between Casey Jones and Donatello. I've always liked Casey Jones because he's, he's, he's a humanoid who wears a mask, but he's an outcast. I'm not a human. They're all humanoid, but he's like, Mm -hmm. he's just a dude like Batman that hangs out with these turtles that have powers, but can kind of keep up with them too. He was he was fun in this. What did he play professionally? It never said. Hockey, I believe. Oh, okay. Because they called him Wayne Gretzky on steroids, which made me wonder how skinny Wayne Gretzky was. Because <laughs> steroids mean a different thing in this time. Uh, well, no, we're coming off the '80s, so we had the muscle freaks, bound freaks. We had Arnold's and like, uh, <laughs> Sylvester's and shit. Uh, I would definitely recommend it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm interested to see the next one because it was my favorite growing up. Yeah, the next one's good too. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm more excited to see the next one of these than I am to see... The next Austin Powers? The next Austin Powers. But it's a very, very close. It's like a photo finish, just because those Austin Powers are full of like fun music and colors and dancing and shit. Both of these movies going into the second one have the same thing where it's like now that the premise is set up, you know, now turtles don't have to really hide as much or because, it, you know, people know who they are. Like now that Austin Powers is adjusted to mo- times, like what's going to happen? Hey, uh, uh, Josh. Have you seen Ghostbusters 2? Um, I think so. <laughs> I want to say yes. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, how mad would you be if they pull the Ghostbusters 2? Because Ghostbusters 2 is like. It just starts on the premise that nothing has changed. Like, yeah. even though the they save the world, basically, right, people right. don't care. I think this it's, one it's they a go back to the because the only people who knew who they were were the like punk kids. Yeah, but now they can get involved, right? Like April can contact them and go like, "Shit's yeah, going on." Because she's like and a we high class reporter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what if that's a secret? Like, when she needs help, she wears a turtle pin on her lapel. <laughs> a turtleneck sweater. Oh, there you go. It's even she beams, she beams a light signal into the sewer. With <laughs> the she just leaves a pizza on their sewer. <laughs> yeah. She just drops a pizza and walks away, and it's got a message written in pepperoni. Do they always order pizza via sewer grate? Like, how yeah. is no one, like, I guess New York's a weird place, especially in comic book, but, like, I feel like they've ordered pizzas like that a lot, and no it's like, caught on yet, or... I don't think people care, it's New York. Yeah. Well, this was a new guy, delivery, like, he hadn't done this before. What about the other people that delivered pizza to them? They don't take that route anymore. 
Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. That's what he. That's what he said. He's like, I got to get a new route. Or they get there on time and get a good tip. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that they're good tippers? I don't think they I are. I hope so. Once they mature a little. How bit. do they get money? Like, do they just find it? I guess they find it in the sewer. They're yeah. rogues, so they. How do they get their weapons? They take they're scavengers. Oh, do you know how full of weapons New York was in the '80s? God damn. But like, like size and like. Oh yeah, you know, I'm not kidding. Like, so like, I tried watching the original TNMT theme song to see if they were like really short. I couldn't really tell because it didn't have them next to anything that wasn't them uh-huh. in just the theme song. Yeah. But I will say. Watching that did remind me of one thing that they did change really big about this in the movies that's not typically true, uh, is that Splinter was the guy's pet that watched it. And, like, that's how he learned ninjutsu or whatever. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Ninjutsu. Um, that's how he learned the art of ninjutsu. But in the comics... And in the cartoon show, the dude that Shredder killed, that like they had that whole love interest thing, that all still happened. But instead of killing him, that dude got turned into a rat. Yeah, I remember that transition scene where he goes from like dude to rat. Yeah, check out that picture that just got shared. They're definitely short. They're tiny motherfuckers. And they'll still kick your ass. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Look how short they are. It's totally true. In your like in your mind from childhood, you imagine them like standing over April O'Neil because that's how Michael Bay made him. He's like, I gotta make a Oh my god. Yeah. They're Michael like eight Bay feet I, tall or some shit. That's what I was thinking in that one too, yeah. <laughs> never, never will I watch that one. Or the oh, sequel it never, got made. Never say never, Austin. <sighs> I don't want to watch James Bond either. Come on. We went over this last week. <laughs> All right, Josh. Got any closing thoughts? Uh, after we, after we wink, wink, quit recording. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any facts. Or, what did this make as far as money? Like, uh, we haven't done the budget check. So it, this was estimated budget of 13.5 million. Okay. Opening weekend, it made $25 million. Sure. So double uh, its, uh, its cost. Yeah, I mean, it's a popular... Like, uh, U.S. gross was $135 million. Cumulative worldwide gross, $201 million. This is a massive success. And because yeah, no of that, number two comes out in 1991, the next year. Number three, 1993, two years after that. Wow. They and then it just dies. Oh, it died until like the. <laughs> that third one was a pretty big death blow. So oh, oh shut up! Imagine. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. So the third movie's bad. Like... The third movie's so bad. Oh, I hope the world ends before we roll that one. <laughs> well, we're not even gonna get to the next list until we get to the last movie on this list. Yeah. yeah. What is the last movie on your list again? It is the newest. Uh, it's uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That's a trilogy? Oh, yeah. Really? Uh, I didn't even know that. What? Who Who even cares? Uh, we're going to whenever like, we I don't. It. I don't know much about the Planet of the Apes series. Mine, Me but I can, neither. I can imagine <laughs> it's a dumb action. Yeah, not in the good way. Where oh, humans no. fight 
humanoid apes that are smart. There was a it's, recent reboot that had. It was a trilogy. There was. I three, remember the reboot, movies. but I don't remember it being a fucking three trilogy. movies. Oh my yep. god! Wow. What All do you even do with releases? that? Uh huh. I don't. All of them are over two and a half hours long. Oh, I don't. I don't know which is worse, Josh's <laughs> movies or yours. At this point, <laughs> like I don't know if I want to see the Planet of the. What's Apes left on my know. What's on my list for the, the two Cars two, Cars two, Frozen two, yeah, asshole. Hey, hey, <laughs> what's on yours? Wait until Austin? it gets to three. Mine. I'm also doing trilogies, but I started a little sooner than. Justice. Mine is the Terminator and Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I mean, Terminator is probably fine. I can imagine Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know. We'll see. We've seen a. We've seen a lot of classic horror movies, and I've been very disappointed by most of them. True. So, You've been a lot disappointed by a lot, though, so... Y- yes, Not much we can do about that. Just gotta keep showing me movies. <laughs> you watch any foreign films lately? Uh, I don't watch... I don't... <laughs> this, this, this pod... I, I know, but we gave you an assignment. To, that's gonna be your thing. That's what you're gonna bring the, to the I'm table. I'm the foreign movie guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> you're gonna I, run out of movies. I'm gonna run out of movies eventually, and then this podcast will force me to watch more movies. Okay, I should probably start now so I don't have to watch a movie and then it gets hit the next week and I have to watch it twice, oh. like the span of a week. That that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to keep from happening to you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm it. gonna have to watch them twice. <laughs> Actually, I, I guess I should have started when we started the podcast like years ago. <laughs> Because I want to, for, I want to forget about a movie before I see again at least. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know least... watching Lego Batman three times. I like, do not want to ever see Lego Batman again. I never want to imagine what it's like to see that movie three times. Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad, but it gets bad after about the third. It's third bad the first. No, time. it was bad the first time. See previous episode Lego Batman. Was Lego Batman up? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, have you seen? 